Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. He was born like us, he grew like us. There was no supernatural moment in that age up to 30 went, whoa, full growth. Got it. No, he continued to grow because he put the God traits aside. Here's what I want you to write. This should encourage you this morning because as we watch Jesus, it's the same for him. Maturity and growth simply takes time. It cannot be rushed. It's easy to think that Jesus had an easy life without the travails and trials that we have, but that would be an incorrect view of him. The Bible says that he was tempted in every way as we are, but without sin. Even though we don't know many details of how he grew up, there's no evidence that he was different from any boy of his time. Pastor Mark will be reminding us that Scripture promises that as we walk with the same mindset as Jesus— we will see an increase of His power in our lives as we become more pleasing to God. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing with you all that information at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with his continuing study, Balanced Growth. shows us when the church, us, we're growing together to be more like Christ. What does that look like? Look how powerful this is. From verse 16, from him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So Christ, the head of the church, guarantees to help you and me mature and grow. That's his will for us. But not just that. This verse reminds us that other believers help us grow. They challenge us. They encourage us. We need to get connected one to another. Now, at Calvary Chapel, we have five core values that come from biblical principles. Here's one of them. Notice, read it. Connect to others in vibrant personal relationship. Some of you don't like small groups. You've been in the church forever. You don't want to get in a small group. You resist getting in a small group. And I hear people, I get emails, and they make me excited, and they make me frustrated. I know that sounds like I'm crazy, but let me tell you why. I'll get them quite often. Pastor Mark, I've been coming for five years. You kept harping on me to get in a small group. I don't want to be in a small group. I refuse to get in a small group. But this year, I got in a small group. And I missed four years of amazing stuff. I'm so sorry. Hello. Can I take you to a small group? No, I can't be everywhere at the same time. 
You have to get into a small group. I want to give you a principle. Most life change does not happen in our sanctuary. Most life change happens in a small group. You were designed by God to be in a small group. So quit being a baby. Quit being a standalone. Jesus started with 12 in his small group. So get to the group link this week. Get connected to these people and watch what happens. See, that's the principle that's there. The result of a local church getting connected with people, growing together is super powerful. I like this verse that you just read in the New Living Translation. I want to read it to you. Here it is. He makes the whole body, all of our campuses, fit together perfectly. As each part, each one of you, does its own special work. You get in. We're interacting with God. We're serving together. We're in small groups together. We're worshiping together. We're learning together. We're in the community helping together. It helps the other parts grow. Now look what happens. And everything in yellow at all the campuses, I want you to read it together with me. Here we go. So that, here we go, the whole body is what? Is healthy and growing and there you go. What does God want? He wants a healthy body. He wants us growing. Growing requires change. And as we grow, we learn to love one another. What did Jesus say? The world will know you as you love one another. You can't do that by not being in a small group. You need to be in a small group. Now, let's go back to Luke 2.52. Some of you are probably asking as we read this, well, Pastor Mark, why did Jesus have to grow in these four areas? I mean, Pastor Mark, Jesus was fully God. He was. But he was also fully man. So why these four areas? Why wasn't there instant growth for Jesus? I mean, he's God because of this. When Jesus came, fully God, fully man, he voluntarily laid aside his God traits. Let me give you an example. God, one of the characteristics of God is he's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. He's here. He's in Sebastian. He's in Vieira. He's online. He's all over the world with people. He's everywhere at the same time. Now, let me show you. When Jesus came, he laid that aside. You say, Pastor Mark, prove it. Glad you asked. When Jesus walked, starting now, all the way through the end of his ministry, how many places could he be at the same time? Hold up your finger. One. So what happened to everywhere at the same time? He laid it aside. So Jesus was born like you. Came through a mother's womb. Jesus was growing like you. So he teaches us to grow in four ways. That's what we need to see. That's what you need to see. There's no instant growth. It's just going to be a process. It's going to be a process. Now, look at that verse. Circle the word grew. And if you write in your Bible, it'd be good to write this. It means to advance, to forge ahead, to make headway, to make a path. 
And, and, and the word grew means ongoing, progression. Not just a growth spurt and stop. It's ongoing. So here's the four. This is what we're going to unpack over the next two weekends. Here they are. So watch this on the overhead. You'll see this. And you can write this down. Jesus grew. What does that mean? He changed. He advanced. He forged ahead. Forged ahead means it's a little difficult sometimes. He forged ahead in four areas. We will unpack these four areas in the next two weeks. In wisdom. Mentally. Stature. He grew in stature. He grew physically. He grew in size and strength. The physical part of him. He grew in favor with God. That's his relationship with God. His spiritual part in his life. And last, here's why the small groups again, he grew in favor with man, socially. So if you look at all of those, that's balance. That's balance. Not in one way, in four ways. He's the blueprint. So stop for a moment as you look at those. Think about those. Now forget the physical growth. Ask yourself, have you been growing balanced mentally, physically, spiritually, and socially? To be honest, and I say this kindly, some of you have been a Christian 30 years, 40 years. You know what you look like spiritually in balance on this picture? The first one. That's sad. Because I hear people, Pastor Mark, I've been a Christian 40 years. Yeah, and you stopped growing about 38 years ago. Now, that's not funny because you're useless to the kingdom of God. We have pity when children can't grow normally, don't we? It's sad. Well, it's the same thing here. And I'm not talking, oh, I'm very much spiritual, but I wouldn't join a small group. Then you're unbalanced. I'm sorry. You're unbalanced. You're not growing in the four ways. You say, well, how do you get all of that out of the verse? Because that's why Dr. Luke wrote it. It shows us there's a need for us to be balanced. Now, let me show you how that fits. It's perfect. Turn with me to 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, and watch how this fits together. Paul makes it perfect for us. We're going to go fast, so I want you to turn there. You'll see right where it is, 1 Thessalonians, all of our campuses, chapter 5, verse 23. I will read it. In the New Living Translation. Remember the four things we talked about. Mental, physical, spiritual, social. Watch this. Now may the God of peace. Again, I'm reading verse 23. Make you holy in every way. Now some of your Bibles will have different words. But same principle. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless until the Lord Jesus Christ comes again. So Paul reminds us that every person listening to me today, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. So our body, you know, the physical part of us, our our muscles, our brain, it connects to the physical world with five senses. Our soul is your personality, your mind, will, and emotion. Our spirit is what we, how we relate to God. No other animal can do that. We're different. Humans are different. It's through our spirit that we communicate with God and communicate with people. So what do you see when you see body, soul, and spirit? Look at me. Here's what you see. The integration of the human body. See, my body was built so this arm 
reacts to my shoulder and it reacts to my brain. It's not hanging out there by itself. It's not there. It's integrated. So the four things you see from Jesus, they touch these three keys. They're integrated. You can't be unbalanced in one. Can I get my, can I get my, can I get my hand in move here? Something's wrong with my hand here. But I'm looking pretty good on this side. No. There needs to be balance. That's the proof of what I just told you. So as you see that, that's a powerful thing for us. He connected us to be healthy spiritually, physically, and emotionally. Now, remember, Luke is not only a Christian. What else is Luke? He's a doctor. He knew that those three areas, body, soul, and spirit, and the four growth areas had to be integrated or you're not healthy. Do you realize how many people, I know this from my background in hospitals, in pharmacy, still today, many people are in our hospitals, all kinds of symptoms, but there's nothing physically wrong with them. They're there because they hold bitterness and unforgiveness, which affects every part of our body. Do you understand that? And so we have to see that we have to grow healthy in four different ways. Now, is, is that really possible, Pastor Mark? Let me re- look, at, look at with me. All of our campuses, verse 24. I'll read it in the New Living. God will make this happen. Can I hear an amen? I mean, God's going to make this happen. He'll make it happen. Why? Because God is faithful. God promises to make this happen and change us. Now, let's go back to Luke 2.52. Right where you were, you'll see it. It's very simple. Now, Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God and men. Balanced growth mentally, physically, spiritually, and socially. Now, let me ask you a question. Why didn't Luke just write, and Jesus grew in favor with God spiritually? I mean, that's it, isn't it? What's the rest of that stuff have to do with anything? Well, when Jesus walked this earth, did he care for people? Well, of course he did. Does he care for you today? Yeah, he walked, and when he saw his friend Lazarus die, what did Jesus do? He wept. When he saw the woman brought to him in adultery and expecting to be stoned, what did he show? Grace. One day he was walking and someone touched him. And he says, somebody's just touched me. And his disciples said, are you crazy? Of course somebody's out there. There's a million people around you. He said, no, no, no. Somebody touched me and she's being healed right now. See, you, you can't be effective for God just in the spiritual. Do you get it? You say, Pastor Mark, are you telling me that the emotional part, me interacting with people is important? Are you going to tell me that I have to have the physical part when me is going to be needed? Yes. And I'm going to unpack wisdom and the physical two weeks from today. Next week, favor with God and favor with people. See, it has to be all four to make us there. Now, there's one thing that we like to do, and I'll show you this. Here's another one of our five core values. Celebrate and live the fulfilling lifestyle. You know, a lot of people say, you know, you go to church, it's boring. It ain't boring. Could I hear an amen? Amen. Thank you. It's exciting to watch God worship, and we worship together, whatever. Well, a few weeks ago, as I already told you before, we took five days 
to come at 6 o'clock in the morning. We were all shocked at the thousands of people that came and online. We were shocked. I want to ask you, when we came for those five days, did it change any of you in any way? I believe it changes in all four ways. Look at this picture. You hung with a bunch of people you never saw before. I couldn't get you out of here at the end of 7 o'clock. You're talking with blah, 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 all these people. You know, usually, watch what happens in a few minutes when this place closes. Boom! You changed, didn't you? It changed our DNA. Did we grow spiritually during that week? Absolutely. Did we grow in wisdom? You know, God spoke to us. How about in the physical? Did we grow? Yeah, because most of us were what? Fasting. Coffee, coffee, coffee. We grew. So see, at the end of that week, what happened? God changed us. And he's going to do that every Wednesday. See, that was important. We became healthier in so many ways. Now, because of that, in this celebration, sometimes we forget in church what that's like. Would you just turn to your neighbor, get your hand ready, get your hand ready like this now. Everybody get your hand ready. And give him a high five right next to him right now. Just give him a high five. That's it. Not yourself. Give your neighbor a high five. Isn't that great? If you're visiting today, no, we're not crazy. We just love the Lord and we love one another. Amen. I mean, why can't we give each other a high five? Let's give a high five to God right now. Come on. Yay, God. Yay, God. Amen. By the way, you say, well, I don't think I'll do that. Well, you better not go to heaven. Now, so over the next few weekends, we're going to unpack all of that. We're going to learn to grow in all those areas. Wisdom. How to make effective decisions. God's going to show us how to do that. Physically, how to take care of our body. Absolutely. Spiritually, how to interact with God. And people, saved and unsaved, how to do that. Now, I want you, everybody, hold up your Bible or your iPad or your smartphone or whatever. Hold it up. We don't look at video. Keep it up. Those of you that have weak muscles, you'll get better. Just keep it up. Just keep it up. We don't look at video here. We're not looking at YouTube. What you hold in your hand is the pattern for life. It's living, it's active, and it will change my life and yours forever. Could I hear an amen? amen. See, we're, we're not here doing this alone. We have the word of God. Man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, last, here's something that you guys haven't done, some of you yet, but you will. Here's another one of our five core values. Commit to be a growing follower of Christ. See, there has to be a time when you change in your life. And when you change, change always starts with repentance, which means I'm sorry for where I was at and what I did, and I want you to change me, God. Can I remember that our role model, Jesus, he was born like us, he grew like us. There was no supernatural moment in that age, up to 30, when, whoo, full growth. Got it. No, he continued to grow because he put the God traits aside. Here's what I want you to write. This should encourage you this morning. Because as we watch Jesus, it's the same for him. Maturity and growth simply takes time. It cannot be rushed. So what I'm talking to you about change it's ongoing until we live our last day. Paul said it like this. 
I haven't arrived yet. I have more to learn. There's more things I need to go for. Now, Paul said he never arrived. I got a long way to go. Jesus just kept growing in favor with God and man. Wisdom, hearing from his father. Do you think Jesus grew physically at all? Yes. How about healthy physically? Well, let me ask you a challenge because you'll get this two weeks from now. Does it matter if we're physically healthy as much as we can be? Because sometimes we all get diseases and stuff. We understand that. But does it matter that I'm, as much as possible, I'm physically fit? Does it matter as a Christian? Really? You think so? Then let's live that way. You see, if I'm not physically fit, you know what? I couldn't do three services. Do you know that three services by science, three services, each service is eight hours of mental, physical work. So already this week, since last night, 24 hours. And I'm dead, to be honest with you. No, baby, I'm going for it. You know why? Because God helps me. Hey, this old 71 boy can still do it, baby. Why? And I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging at all. But I know this. If I let my body go, I cannot accomplish what God wants in my life. And you can't either. It's hugely important because our world is out of shape. Now, when Jesus traveled, he got in his little testa and he just drove to the next spot. (laughs) How did Jesus travel? That's a word of God for many of you. It's called walking. In the morning. Could I hear two amens at least? Okay. I'll get more. You you don't want to miss what's coming. You don't want to miss. Now, you say, well, Pastor Mark, is is that really true? Can, can I just get there instantly? I mean, like these stupid commercials we see. Lose 20 pounds in 20 days. So you read the fine print. Here's the fine print. Eat anything you want. No exercise needed. Definitely don't exercise. Here's your money. 150 bucks for 12 pills. 20 pounds in 20 days. Now, how many idiots buy that sucker? Eat whatever I want. No exercise. I'm in. How many know it doesn't work? There's no instant thing. There's nothing instant in our life. Every day we have to what? Forge ahead. We have to forge ahead. But we're not forging alone. You're forging with one another. We're encouraging one another. And watch this. And I'm certain that God, who began the good work in you, hallelujah, will continue his work until it's finally finished, the day when Jesus Christ returns. We make the Christian walk to be a difficult thing, but as Pastor Mark has been reminding us, the secret is to thirst after God, be obedient to God, spend time with God, and serve with our lives. As we do these things while keeping our focus off of ourselves and living with a humble heart, we will find ourselves in a much better place. You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. 
Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. And today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. We've been spending a lot of time talking about how our personal walk with Christ affects the corporate body. How for the body of Christ to be healthy, we have to be spiritually healthy. Next time, we'll be touching on the physical aspect of being like Jesus in the sense of properly caring for the bodies God has given us. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. in a hurting world a new hope he is giving